Hello everyone and welcome to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. It looks like you're just about to clear your throat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Today I am here with Ed DeRoche. Oh, you said it right. Yes, from Beautiful. Apollo Suns. You are back for a second interview. Yeah. How goes it? Uh, it goes well. Just yeah. uh, ramping up promotion for the album and mm -hmm. doing a lot of these things, a lot of... Um, Radio things. shows, yeah. These things. Yes, yeah. yes. Lots. I was at CKW earlier today yeah. and yesterday, and then another UMFM one the day yeah. before. Wow, you've been busy. Yeah, well, UMFM's pr uh, also presenting the, the show as well, so... Oh, yeah. So, what does yeah. that mean? I, I've seen that on a couple of things, but... It... Oh, um, well, they're running, like, 30-second, like, ads as well, like, um, oh. on air, which is great. Okay, so you're and, getting... Uh, well, good for you. You've been, yeah. You've been busy. Well, like, Michael's been... Uh, Michael Elves has been um, really good to us. Like, we were on transmissions as well. Oh, uh, yeah? For Pledgerama. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I remember that. Um, that's cool. Mm-hmm, awesome. yeah. I have that album. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Isn't that cool? Nice, nice art. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So next year people should just uh, pledge or do the pledgerama and they get a free CD. And it will be your song might not be on it, but yeah. Um, and and for local bands, I mean, they should go and record live there because that's how we got thrown on there. It's just whoever records live and and they <laughs> pick their favorites, I guess. So yeah. Oh, your favorite. I mean, I, I would imagine, or maybe we were just there out of desperation because they needed another track, so maybe. they were like, yeah. oh, we'll throw these guys I on I mean, there. they were asking me to do it, but I just didn't, uh, no, I'm just kidding, oh, I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> well, thank you for not doing it, actually. <laughs> yeah, because obviously you guys would have been out. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, or they could have just had both, I'm just kidding, I'm not uh, recording a song again. <laughs> so anyway, for people who don't know who you are, I mean, who doesn't know who you are. Oh, God, oh, boy, uh, I think I actually... Um, made that joke before and you're like oh yeah we've only been together for like a couple of months or something and I was, like, I was like oh dumb joke anyway <laughs> apparently I make it every time I'm with you uh, for the people who are unsure what Apollo Suns is if I haven't said it from the band Apollo Suns good mm -hmm. promo right yeah uh, what kind of music do you guys do uh, well we brand it as uh, psychedelic jazz rock but we've gotten tons of different comparisons to uh, uh, like Snarky Puppy, Bad Bad Not Good, kind of, to King Crimson, Early Pink Floyd. Um, uh, one person said we sounded like uh, like this band called Mahavishnu Orchestra mixed with like a metal tone or something. I was wow. I was kind of like blown away. But anyway, I I think it's like um, like jazzy psychedelic rock. Mm -hmm. um, someone described it as adventure rock one time, which I thought was kind of cool. Oh. Yeah. You, like, I remember in our last interview, you talked about how it's like kind of like a, a journey on people to experience things. Yeah. So I can see how adventure works with that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, are you still doing just instrumental stuff? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, we actually have been talking about um, collaborating with uh, a couple singers uh, for the next uh, album. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we 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 just the instrumental thing works for us really really well. Like, um, mm. uh, and and we're getting uh, I, I feel like we're getting better and better at like um, responding to each other, and which is um, just really good for for everyone involved. And then we can push that out to the audience, and mm -hmm. yeah. So is the jazzy portion kind of like a call response, like improv thing? Uh, yeah, like, or is it um, just like the color chords or what makes it jazzy? Uh, like, 
I don't want to call us just a straight jazz band because we're not. Yeah. Although most of the players in the band are like graduates of the jazz program at the U of M. Like we've okay. got Anatole, uh, uh, Rennie, Aaron Bartell, Phil Collins, um, Paul Kloss, and, and those guys are all U of M. I know all those names. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, w- w- whenever like one of my guys leaves, I usually just talk to like anyone in the jazz scene. I'm like, so who are the young up and comers? And then I just kind of like pick them. And yeah. Um, so so we do have a lot of jazz players, but uh, yeah, we use a lot of like. Um, what did you say? Color chords? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's a lot of that. Um, um, that's what I call them. I don't know if that's an actual Yeah, word. like some people call them extensions or, yeah, uh, yeah or, I don't know. Um, Fancy. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, for all you uh, music theory. Yeah, it sounds fancy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but then there's a lot of uh, in- improvisational uh, tendencies as well, and we do do a couple of like the jazz standards for uh, for like covers, but then like kind of put them into our own flavor uh, yes yeah, good yes. cool and so then what, why do you say psychedelic then uh just uh just the tone of some of the parts like um uh it, it is kind of spacey at times and um yeah just uh just from like the um i guess the coloring of of, of the music a little bit like uh uh, there is definitely like um, I I do a, like uh, psychedelic um, I guess the culture I guess music and uh, and the artwork of it all and uh, I don't know and, and it just kind of stuck like when when we started playing our first few shows um, I asked people who had seen us to kind of describe us like, yeah. like how they were feeling and and that was a word that came up quite a bit so um, I wonder if it's mostly because it is instrumental and it makes people feel things yeah. rather than like just listening to lyrics. And and we've also um, started um, projecting visuals at our shows as well, which is a, is a thing that a lot of like psychedelic bands tend to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like burn incense on stage and, and whatnot as well. Such a hippie! Oh my goodness, kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> what kind of what kind of things do you project when you're when you're playing? Um, uh, there's like liquid. Uh, uh, it's called like liquid art shows. So it's like um. Uh, just different, like um, oh man, I don't even know how to describe it. Like mm-hmm. there's, so we will have to come to the show. And watch yeah, it. You, yeah, you, you, yeah, you would have to come and see because it it'll. I won't do it justice. Okay, so, so you hear that? You're gonna have to come to their show. You guys are doing an album release. Mm-hmm. Plugging, see what I did there? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, good. Saturday, April eighth, which is um, this week at the Goodwill. You're performing with Umami and the Flatland Soul Band. Yeah. Oh, I see how that works now. Okay, that makes sense. And you were saying it to me, I was like, that's all one type. That makes sense. The Flatland Soul Band. Um, how much is cover? Uh, advanced tickets are 10 bucks, and door will probably be 12 or 15 Okay. Um, we yeah. haven't really decided on that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, but we are doing a special offer at mm-hmm. Music Trader exclusively. Uh, if you buy an advanced ticket, you will get a uh, free album uh, with your ticket, but it is limited supplies. So, um, why didn't you make it unlimited? Oh well, you know, like we <laughs> wanted to give a little bit of incentive for buying yeah. advanced. Getting that, getting it early. And yeah, yeah, it and I mean, we we can't give all of our way, uh, all of our stuff away for free. That's fair. So yeah, even yeah. Though, like no one makes money off their CDs anymore. Yeah. Oh, break my heart. Anyway, before we get into more talking uh, about that kind of stuff, English, right? Yeah. Uh, we started out with a song called an. In, in Iberian Peninsula. In Iberian and Peninsula. Iberian Peninsula. Uh, Peninsula. <laughs> just so, uh, just a little like 
history on that. Uh, the Iberian Peninsula is the peninsula that Spain and Portugal share, I believe. Uh, you wrote a whole song about it and you don't even know where it is. Well, see, I didn't name the song. Dave, our bass player, okay. named it because it's got like this like... Um, one of the scales that we're using is like more of like a, a Middle Eastern, like Spanish kind of sound. Okay. So he's like, we'll call it the Iberian Peninsula. I was like, I don't know what that word means. Okay. You um, just trust him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but every time we talk about this song, he always mentions that it's uh, like Spain and Portugal, they share this uh, peninsula. Mm-hmm. So. And, and was this scale kind of created? there or is it just he just picked that place because it sounded cool yeah or? he just kind of picked it for how he thought it sounded okay so, yeah. so what is the what is the what inspired this this piece because it's not there aren't lyrics so oh um well i was i wrote most of it when i was uh in a self-imposed uh i guess like exile i guess okay. like um I, uh, I like quit my job very suddenly and then went to Calgary to stay with some family. So, uh, when I was out there, I, uh, I wrote a lot of the parts to the song. So, uh, I don't really know what inspired it. I probably just liked the sound of the scale and mm-hmm. started playing around with it. it yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. And then kind of just, um, just went, just went with that. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean by writing the parts? You wrote all of it or? Uh, Yeah. I wrote uh, all the melodies, and uh, Chad Braun, who um, is one of our keys players, uh, who just left the band, uh, he wrote the uh, the accompaniment for it. Okay. And yeah. So, and then, how do you bring that to a another artist? Do you do you transpose it? Sorry, not transpose. Transcribe it, or um, do you just like record it? Say, so learn this from ear by ear. How do you teach it to the, to the other members of the band? Uh, well, since since all those guys are like pros and great players uh, I usually just send them the album and learn and then they learn it by ear um, some of the songs we do have transcribed um, but we do play them live differently than how they're recorded so um, before they come in I'll give them the the music mm-hmm. and then maybe sit down with them just one-on-one going over the melodies and the, and the form of the song okay. uh, and then they come in and we play with them and then we say nope you messed up that part so let's do that again and that sounded great. I love that. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it, it's um, not like that, but no. uh, I. Oh, you made it sound like that. So. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> just kind just of. Um, I don't know. There, there's kind of a like like a learning curve a little bit because yeah, you know, um, like we kind of believe that if you're coming into the band, you should be doing your homework. Uh, we already know these songs. We don't want to spend more time playing them when we could be working on new stuff. Yeah. So, um, especially if I'm if I'm paying you, you know, you should be doing your homework. So. Yeah. Fair enough. So you pay yeah. them for each rehearsal, or is it just oh, gigs? Oh, uh, we pay them for gigs, okay. and uh, and then on 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 tour, um, everyone gets fed and whatnot. So. Okay. Yeah. So you got all these financial things planned out. Yes, it is very. Uh, it is a business. Yeah. Like, um, like we are a registered business, and mm-hmm. um, and I've just been getting into accounting and taxes oh, and learning about the wonderful world of yeah that whole so thing. Why? What made you so certain or so? Why did you decide to make it so serious? And I mean, like, it's a very smart thing to do, especially um, this is your first album, right? Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. So getting all that kind of planned out and set before you start getting into like more months, so you can make sure you're getting as much as you can out of it. How did you? decide to do that like some people don't like, even... like to get very like businessy yeah um well 
I want. I, I didn't even ask the question. I'm oh just, no, no, no. it's 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 all good. Um, well, I want to make music my primary thing. I really am not a huge fan of working day jobs. Um, I just think there's a lot better things that people can do with their lives, um, mm-hmm. and I, uh, yeah, I just want to make music my um, j- just my thing. So, and in my career, so. Uh, taking it seriously and looking at where all your uh, revenue is coming in and, and how to make yeah how, how to make every opportunity as successful as it can be uh, and and just learning about all that stuff so I can one make more money for myself so I can produce more music and also pay the people I play with because they everyone in the band works really hard and, and they're great players and um, you know so I just want to make it as successful and then I can lure better and better players yeah. and like if the band's successful and then I can afford to pay people more and um mm-hmm. and you can get like artists to come in and yeah for you and, and and like pe- people in artistic um communities and businesses are usually really undervalued in in, in a monetary sense like oh yeah come play for free it's good exposure oh god right? yeah like we like like we've turned down like uh, a few shows like that, like I'm, I'm fine with playing for free if it's for charity, mm-hmm. if it's for a good cause. Um, but like, I, I don't know, like playing, playing for free. I, I think musicians need to stop doing that. Yeah. Because um, then it, people who are willing to do that it doesn't help the people who who it, need, it should be it, getting it paid. It forces me and my band to lower our value, uh, our our value yeah. to to compete with these bands that who will do it for free when it's yeah. like. It's kind of like when you get like a photographer who like has snapped some pictures before, and they're like, "Oh, I'll do it for like twenty bucks." And then the actual professional guy who's amazing, instead of him charging like what he should be getting paid for his uh, his, his product, time. Yeah, yeah, his time and his product and effort has to lower his, his valuation. So mm-hmm. or loses the business. Yeah, exactly. Did you take that class that they offer at ACI? It's like mm. a, how to like plan your life or take. I don't even remember what it's called. Uh, yeah, like it's, how to run your business or something. Something like um, that, yeah. It's, it's, it, it's a, a lady who, who runs yeah. it, right? Yeah. I've never taken that one. Um, I was thinking about going to that, but I've done a lot of, uh, uh, Manitoba music sessions yeah. on, um, on like, um, all the financial stuff of like running a mm-hmm. small business and band, uh, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And with like Shane Matheson as well of Ken Mode, yeah. he came in and did like a, a two hour lecture, um, kind of like discussion thing at Matt's with music so uh um they've always been a really good resource for learning how to yeah. you know like like it's one thing to play in a band and it you know be fun and and a local thing but like actually making a go at it 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 becomes becomes way more serious like it's yeah it's, it's almost intimidating oh yeah, yeah. like it's it, it's really hard work to, to to be a musician and to actually be living off of it and trying to feed yourself yeah and not just ramen noodles i'm talking about like you know no. spicy noodle house oh. <laughs> you know you know but like the like yeah. the fancy stuff you know absolutely no i totally i totally get it um i'm the only reason i brought it up because i did I, I was in like an hour-long lecture with her but just about mm. taxes and she's extremely intelligent and if oh, yeah. that's something you want to learn if you're not familiar with that i highly recommend it's really good that. i learned a lot like i've got a filing cabinet now full of all my invoices and receipts and mm-hmm. anything the band does i keep yeah. track of it and it's really good to for like analytics of like 
you know, when uh, for every show we keep track of all the mercury cells, so I can so I can track and see like, oh, the extra larges sell really good, and the mediums aren't selling too much, and mm-hmm. and then when we go out on on tour, which we're doing in the spring, I can look at each city and be like, okay, like where like. How is everything selling and, and, like, yeah. what, and like what's hitting? Interesting. You know? well, you're yeah. so smart thinking about that kind of stuff. We will have to take a break in a couple of minutes, but we're going to listen to An Impossible Bond. Uh, for the listeners, what is that or what inspired that piece of music? Oh, well, this piece of music is not our own uh, creation. We took the classic. You stole it. Yeah, oh, yeah, we absolutely stole okay. it. Um, we took the two themes, the very iconic Mission Impossible and mm-hmm. James Bond themes, thus where the song title comes oh. from, uh, and we put them together in like this, like, uh, I like to call it our, uh, more of like a dirty jazz arrangement. Uh, so our, our keys player at the time, uh, Chad Braun came in with the arrangement and form of it and we just kind of mashed it up and, uh, we recorded this one at... Uh, Paintbox Studios with uh, with oh. Lloyd Peterson, yeah. uh, who is fantastic. Uh, I cannot say enough nice things about Lloyd. Um, uh, as as an engineer, like he just makes you feel so comfortable. Nice. And um, but we we recorded um, all in the same room, just standing in a circle with the lights dim dim low, and um, and there are no overdubs minus the trumpet. It's all just live off the floor, mm-hmm. um, and it was great. Like it was. Everyone was reacting with each other and That's looking cool. and smiling and laughing. And when someone would make a mistake, we'd just like laugh at it, like while we're playing this. And yeah, okay. it's great. So uh, yeah, um, good, nice. That's exciting. Do you think mm-hmm. it's legal for you to take those two themes, or? Oh, I mean, we're paying for it. Like I've been setting really? up our uh, yeah. For um, there's uh, for anyone who wants to release uh, a cover song on an album, uh, you have to pay for it, obviously, because these. These are intellectual property of yeah. um, other artists. Yeah, and 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 whoever owns the estate now. For instance, the two composers are now uh, deceased. I'm pretty sure. Um, so we had to set up a mechanical license um, through this organization that we pay for the rights to use it per um, per like x amount of copies. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> so uh, this is Ed. DeRoche yep. from Apollo Suns. It's the second interview here on the Winnipeg Music Project. We do have to take a break, um, but if you're not going to come back, come to the Goodwill on April 8th. Uh, he's going to be performing his, uh, the, for the, re- the album release of Each Day a Different Sun. Yep. You're going to be with Umami and the Flatlands Soul Band. Uh, you can buy advanced tickets at Music Trader for $10, and you will get a co- possibly get a copy of the album if you do so right away. So you need to do that right now. We're going to listen to Unpossible One. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
everyone, and welcome back to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bienyesh, and I'm still here with Ed DeRoche from Apollo Sons. Mm -hmm. Aced your last name. Yeah, that's like three times now. Yeah, right? It's impressive. Well, as we close, I'll say something wrong. <laughs> so, uh, we were talking about your uh, soon-to-be-released album, Each Day a Different Sun, which will be on Saturday, April 8th at the Goodwill. You'll be performing with Umami and the Flatland Soul Band. Right now, you can pre-order your ticket, or get, I guess advanced tickets, not pre-order. Yeah. Pick up your advanced tickets at Music Trader, and they're having an exclusive deal that if you go now, like right now, uh, you can get a copy of the album ahead of time. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, you've been having some positive, uh, I guess, feedback yeah. from, from Europe. Yeah, it's... Um, so can you talk about that? Well, through, through the magic of social media... Um, and the internet. Yeah, and the internet. So so the album's up on Bandcamp already, and I guess uh, some people found it. So, um, yeah, just um, DJ, uh, this DJ from Krakow um, messaged me. And, uh, so is that how you pronounce it? Krakow? Yeah. Yeah, right? Like in Poland? Yeah. Like Krakow? Is it Krakow? I think so. I've heard, I've heard Krakow so many times. Okay, my dad's Polish, so I, oh, okay. I don't know. Oh, anyway, from the capital of Poland, <laughs> uh, this lady named... I have uh, no idea. Yeah. I'm, just <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. Oh, man, constantly, folks, constantly. Yeah, when we're not rolling, he is crying. Yeah, it, it's true. <laughs> she has to give me a couple minutes to, like, compose yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, just let you suck it up. Okay, anyway, yeah. sorry. Krakow? Uh, yeah, Krakow or Krakow or whatever Poland. it is. Uh, yeah, just this uh, lady, uh, Julia, who's um, the music director of a radio station, just uh, picked it up and uh, added us to the playlist. Uh, uh, a German blog wrote a nice review. Uh, I actually had to copy and paste the text into Google Translate because I couldn't figure out what, uh, like, where uh, where it was from. So it was like, oh, this is German. I'm like, oh, great. People mm -hmm. in Germany. Wouldn't uh, it have been stressful um, translating it and realizing that it wasn't a nice review? Like, just like paragraph <laughs> by paragraph, like, oh no, do I yeah. want to keep reading? But it's good that it was positive. Yeah. Um, so what does that mean for you then, if you're getting such positive reviews well, from Europe? Uh, I would... There, there's a lot of, like, European music that I really enjoy. Like, there's a, there's a couple of record labels out there who... Uh, the bands I actually follow, like Freestyle, uh, is a great jazz, like Afrobeat, um, world progressive type uh, um, label out of the UK, and, and they put on a couple festivals in the UK, and I've Aww. definitely been trying to reach out to them. Um, obviously, this is a little ways down the future, but uh, you don't know that it could be tomorrow. Yeah, like like le like let's hope. Yeah, but um, I don't know, like. You, you kind of go to where people are responding to it, right? So, Absolutely. So if, if, if it's coming out that we're getting, like, if people are responding well to it uh, uh, across the ocean, then I'll do what I can to, to get over there. And uh, a couple blogs out of, um, and, like, music magazines out of uh, the U.S. have given it reviews, and um, it's getting played in uh, some places in Canada, so... Yeah, that, that's great. We're just kind of finding out where people are, uh, where it's resonating with people and then doing what we can to get there and opening up those doorways. That's so exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, there's like this uh, this Dutch record label called uh, El, El Periso, okay. um, which uh, has a lot of really cool uh, music that I really like. And uh, so if, if, if we could hook up with them, that would be great. So if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. If for some whatever reason, very, Paul sounds very interested in working with you. If you're not listening, then yeah. whatever, it's fine. 
Um, so the album art for this album, paint a picture for me. Uh, we've had it described as a picture out of the science fiction uh, novel Dune. And for Ooh. anyone who knows me, um, I love Dune so much. Like, when I read that book, um, it, it, it just changed, like... It, it honestly changed my life a little bit. It's it's so philosophical and uh, political and like um, and like um, like um, all the all the, like Frank Herbert's um, ideologies really shine through in it, and it's a beautiful book. So um, that kind of started my love affair with like science fiction. Yeah, um, I, it kind of looks like like an old like eighties. Um, yeah. Album kind of cover kind of thing. I yeah. Think Google it. What does it look like again? I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. I remember now. Yeah. And yeah. Um, uh, the, the artist is uh, this fellow named Corey Mayers who is out of L.A. And uh, we found him uh, through the magic of Instagram. I was just kind of like searching one night, like I think it was just chilling out, watching like Netflix or something, and like just dicking around on my phone and. Uh, can we say that word on the radio? I'm just kidding. Dicking no, you, around? Yeah, God, no, I hope can. so. Yeah. I've sworn so many times on radio. <laughs> Not tonight, but I've definitely yeah. gotten uh, like a written, like, stop swearing from CKUW. Really? Oh, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, oh, boy, I totally forget because it's just such a natural thing mm-hmm. when you're an adult to yeah. swear. So. Is it? Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I work in kitchens. I've never sworn in so. my entire life, so... No, I, I don't know. I've no. heard the things you've said just yeah. in the last hour. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I'm, I don't have a filter either, so... <laughs> Except for when I'm on the show. I'm a good girl on the show. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, album art. Yeah, so um, so we just found uh, Corey uh, through uh, Instagram, and um, even before the album was recorded, before the band was even put together, I messaged uh, Corey and was like, I really love your, your art. And like fanboying all over Oh, him. yeah, absolutely. I was like, uh, I'm going to be weird right now. I want you to design my album art for this album that doesn't even exist yet. Um, so before anything else, we, we actually had this artwork already done. Um, Is that stressful when you're like, do I have to write music that fits that? Or you just, you were just going to We didn't even artwork. worry about that. Uh, we... It was actually uh, kind of funny. Um, one of the reviews we got from uh, this, um, this online uh, blog... Uh, can this even be called music? I think is what it was called. Uh, um, oh. oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, they, 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 they were super psyched on uh, on the um, on the album, but like their opening line was like, "You look at this album art and you think you're gonna hear stoner metal rock, and out comes this like psychedelic fusion jazz." And, it, and they're like, "It took us by surprise, but it was a wonderful surprise." Mm-hmm. So, um, and I've had a lot of people be like, "I picked up." this album or like checked it out just based on the artwork and uh we also have uh shirts that have the same artwork as well so mm. um I'm, I'm i'm really happy with it and i think it really creates a nice package and, they, and it's visually like really nice mm-hmm. so it's all put together it's like a nice yeah. packaging you plan this out it's not like let's make an album you actually have no, like yeah it was very yeah very much thought out good that's great mm-hmm. i'm very happy for you that you've you've been very smart about this when I first yeah. met you, I was like, oh, he's, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has no idea what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, okay, it's going to be a good interview. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. See what I'm doing with folks? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about bo- the behind the scenes of making this album. Oh, Any fun, sure. fun stories you want to share about the making? Oh, man. Um, actually. No, uh, okay. <laughs> no, there was like... 
a lot of the times the studio can be really stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was points of stress on the album, you know, like when you're not hitting everything how you want to. But uh, one thing I love about it on A Lesson in Sharing, which we're going to play later on, um, if you listen right to the end of the song, uh, at the last drum fill, the band is kind of fading out and you can actually hear Dave, our bass player, laugh. Really? And because uh, and, it was just a great take. He was so happy with it. You can hear him do his little laugh. And we were like, man, should we cut that out? And they're like, absolutely not. Like, let's keep that in there. It's just such a, mm-hmm. such like a stamp of personality, yeah. you know, on there. Like, like there are so many of my favorite recordings that you can hear people laughing while they're playing. Like, yeah. in, like in Chick Korea, Spain, you can hear people talking while they're playing the song, you know, and mm-hmm. like, um, w- which I love, you know, like, um, or people dropping drumsticks, you know, like... Mm, or that one Miley Cyrus song. No, oh, yeah? I know she has a laugh at the end of one of her songs. Um, I don't know. It's not, you have probably have no idea. If you weren't, like, 12 and she was, like, super popular, so it's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I knew her in her Wrecking Ball okay. stage. And um, what's the one... Um, what's the one she got in trouble for twerking on Robin Thicke or something? Or was that Wrecking Ball as well? Uh, no, I think she was just dancing with him. But actually, that song is about... Um, uh, taking advantage of drunk women. Right, right. What, yeah. what was it called again? Um, uh, everyone. Blurred lines. Yeah, blurred right, lines. right. Be, which is also like, even the title of that song, like blurred lines, like what? So you can't see the line because yeah, it's so cause blurry. Like, so because like, you don't really mean no. So is so is that how you justify like? Um, yeah, right. Like apparently the assault? album did not do very good at yeah, all. Yeah, like I heard it was like ten thousand copies or yeah. something, like, which is super sad because he had yeah. so much promotion behind it. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's. It's like not very good pop music, so I yeah, can't really. Yeah, what do you expect, right? And yeah, like, and he's just talking like about Beetlejuice and. Yeah, hey, it, that suit is the best part of that song. You like, think so? Eh, maybe. I, I, I mean, more... you know, there's an explicit version where girls are rocking around topless, right? Oh, great! Well, let's pull that. Yeah, off. right. I'm just saying, like, I feel like that would be the best part about. Sorry, what are we talking yeah. about? Um, let's get back to Paul's sons. Um, on the album, what is your favorite song to perform? I know you probably love all of your songs, um, but right Ooh. now, if, if you could say right now, this moment, which one are you like super psyched to play whenever you go off the stage? Um, oh man, they all mean kind of like different things. Um, yeah, but which one's the best? <laughs> uh, well, I would say lesson sharing is kind of um, like like there's a last melody in the song and. Uh, the melody is just so up. Uh, I feel it has a really like uplifting quality, um, which I really want. We always end the set with that song because I just I want people to walk away um, fe- feeling positive. You know, yeah, like, you get to hear a little giggle. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Um, so I really like that one. Uh, a bird you should just... make him sorry. You should make him laugh every time. <laughs> yeah. uh, we actually have this running joke. We have this song that that starts with drums, but whenever we rehearse it, Dave always does the drum part with his like mouth. He goes boo, da 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 da, and we're like, don't don't do that live, Dave, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> but like every time he jokes about it, like he's gonna do a live. Yeah, and, and then he does, so... and he chickens out. Yeah. Hey, so what were you saying about the song? I just interrupted. Oh, no, no, that's, that's all good. Okay. It's an interview. It's great. Yeah. Um, um, you're not going to finish what you're going to say? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but my favorite song, personally, is, is uh, A Bird to Sing For, and that was uh, inspired by um, by an old friend who, uh, who uh, we, we don't see each other anymore, but um, it was someone who was really close, mm-hmm. and... Uh, the, the the song and everything was like written with the intention uh, for this person. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you played it on our last interview. Yeah, I and um, 
and 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 the version that's on the album has like full horn section now and uh mm-hmm. yeah and there's horns all over the album now because we we are now a seven piece mm-hmm. whereas when we were doing the interview before we were only a four piece so yeah. Yeah, it's a lot fuller now, and mm-hmm. yeah. So what I recommend to people is go and listen to the previous interview. I will link to it on the blog post that will be released on the Friday before April 8th, uh, which is the 7th, um, and you can listen to it there, and then go to the live show on April 8th mm-hmm. at the Goodwill, and here, will, be, will there be horns at this release? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, have our full band. Be, yeah, yeah, so then listen to it there and see what, how, how much better it is with horns. Yeah. Right. yeah. Good. It's exciting. Um... Where can people find uh, Apollo Suns on social media? Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Apollo Suns Music WPG, uh, Instagram at Apollo Suns Music, uh, Bandcamp. We do have a Twitter, but it is very dormant. Uh, Twitter wasn't working out for us. Yeah. So um, we weren't really Just gaining. get the handle and then leave it. And yeah. Maybe one day you'll have a publicist. Yeah. Who, who knows? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, maybe if they ever want to work with us. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been doing pretty good for yourself, so I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't yeah, I mean, it. it's been working out so far, but um, when we're getting ready to take it to the next level and with touring, we want to kind of, you know, step out of. Um, of our level, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. And then you can find us, um, I guess on SoundCloud, but those are all old songs. I, I, I wouldn't bother with SoundCloud. J- just go to Bandcamp and, uh, yeah, you can hear the whole album there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Follow us on Facebook. We post regularly. Um, they post too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. there's no such thing as posting too much. I don't know about that. But <laughs> uh, well, I, actually I can think of one location that posts a lot about nothing. Um, but whatever. Um, Whatever floats your boat. Uh, I want to wrap up a little bit early because I do want to make sure that this last song does get to play. Absolutely. I don't want it to have to get cut off by the next show mm-hmm. um, because I want people to hear this giggle. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, thank you so much for coming onto the show. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming back. Um, I still want to meet your band members one day. So well, you, you should come out Yeah, I'll come. Oh, yeah, we'll see. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll come out. And... Um, or they can come on the show as well, and then we Absolutely. can have another another. Maybe once you're like famous in Europe, and you'll have like cool sunglasses. Or something, oh yeah, and yeah, you're yeah like, totally. oh, Ashley Darling. I actually got something. these leather boots in uh, in in uh, Krakow. You know, yeah. So. Do you? No, that oh. was that, that, that <laughs> was a hypothetical future. like anecdote. That's future Ed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you'll have some kind of cool like British accent for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because we're gonna be British in like three years. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, thanks for having me on, and uh, we'll see y'all. Saturday, April 8th at the Goodwill. Yes, come down. It's going to be, if you can buy tickets right now, you can go over to the Music music Trader for $10, and you can possibly get a, co- a copy of Each Day a Different Sun. So you need to go right now. Just leave work and go. Um, <laughs> or you can pay the regular yeah. door fee, which may be a little bit more. You also will not get an album, I'm assuming. No. no, no. You'll, you'll have to, so what, what are you doing? What are you waiting for? Go right now. Um, you're also performing with Umami and the Flatland Soul Band. I don't know these bands, actually. So do you want to tell me a little bit about them? Uh, Umami is a local uh, psychedelic rock band. Um, um, play a lot with, like, Real Love and all those guys. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're great. Uh, the Flatland Soul Band uh, is a nine-piece soul funk tribute band. They do a lot of, like, Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. um, like, a lot of the 60s, 70s. Um, I just kind of wanted to get, like, one of those bands to, like, like, one, they're great players, 
and uh, and they're just gonna be a lot of fun. You know, it's gonna yeah. be a great dance party with them. So. so, do you hear that? It's going to be a dance party. Oh yes. You need to write your dancing shoes. Yes. Great. So everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the Winnipeg Music Project on one hundred one point five UMFM. This is Ashley Bianish. I was talking to Ed DeRoche from nice. Apollo Sons. This is the second interview. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, there will be a link to the first interview. It will not be as awesome um, because no, this one was like so much fun. Oh yeah, it was I had great. so much fun talking to you. I was just like, we just like hung out for mm-hmm. an hour. Um, so now you are listening to a lesson in sharing, which will be on or that is on. Sorry, yep. this new album, Each Day a Different Sun, uh, which you should go hear live on April eighth. Um, so yeah, here it is. Thanks again, Thank and you. a lesson in sharing. Mm-hmm.